48K News. One o'clock, I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. State media have launched an attack on a pro-democracy teachers' union, saying the group must be rooted out. A local suicide prevention group has reported a record-breaking number of suicides among senior citizens, saying the pandemic is one of the contributing factors. And China's largest COVID-19 outbreak in months has spread to two more regions. State media have attacked the Hong Kong Professional Teachers Union, or PTU, describing the pro-democracy group as a tumour that must be rooted out. Francis Sitt reports. In an article, the People's Daily said the union has been going against education and professionalism and has been encouraging anti-China activities that mess up Hong Kong. It accused the union of leading teachers in stirring up trouble and teaching children to violate laws, while Xinhua also said in its article that the union has participated in filibustering in Leshko and encouraged class boycotts. The articles came after the union withdrew from the alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements in China, which has been accused by pro-Beijing figures of violating the national security law. State media said PTU would be deceiving itself if it thinks it would be free from liability by quitting. The union is reaching its end, they said, and the SAR government and society has the responsibility to eradicate it according to the law, they wrote. Security Chief Chris Tang welcomed the nine-year prison sentence given to the SAR's first national security offender, Tong Yin Kit, who was convicted last week for riding a motorbike into a line of police officers while carrying a flag bearing a protest slogan. We will go back and forwardly study about the uh, judgment and then we will decide about the next course of action. Regarding the slogan used by the defendant, I think it is being uh, clearly stated by the court that it may have the meaning of independence of Hong Kong, and it may also have the meaning of asking Hong Kong to be separated from the mainland China. The chairman of Lechko's finance committee, Chan Kin Poor, has defended a proposed change to its rule book that would allow funding requests to be passed without debate at the finance committee. Under current rules, items endorsed by subcommittees have to be discussed by the finance committee again, as long as one lawmaker requests it. Under the proposal, three lawmakers can jointly request not to discuss the item in the finance committee. If most lawmakers agree, the funding request would be put to a vote right away. Mr Chan said important funding requests would still be debated at the Finance Committee in the future. The chairman of the Sports Institute, Lam Tai Fai, has highlighted the importance of allocating more resources into sports development, but he said resources won't just be funnelled into sports that are bringing home medals. Speaking on an RTHK show, Mr Lam said while Hong Kong may not be seeing outstanding results in some sports at the Tokyo Olympics, it doesn't mean those athletes won't succeed in the future and their resources shouldn't be cut. He noted that his institute plans to set up a new fencing hall in its new building and he hopes construction can be finished by the next Olympics. A local suicide prevention group has reported a record-breaking number of suicides among people aged over 60 or above in the past year. The Samaritan Befrienders, Hong Kong, says the 438 cases recorded is the highest figure ever since 1973, according to their research, and that the coronavirus pandemic is one of the contributing factors. The organization's executive director is Clarence Tsang. You know, the pandemic keeps people not having a chance to meet together and the disconnectedness to the community. This bigger problem, people of Hong Kong uh, and also, of course, the elderly people, they do not have a, a lot of chance to meet with others, um, to meet with the family members. The elderly homes all closed 
for visits, right? So they won't be able to see their sons and daughters, you know, the children, their, their grandchildren, and uh, that kind of loneliness is uh, really tremendous. China's worst outbreak of coronavirus in months has spread to two more regions. Health authorities there have reported 30 new infections that they define as locally transmitted. The BBC's Viv Marsh reports. The new outbreak is racing across the Chinese mainland faster than the authorities can hunt it down. Cases have now emerged in the province of Fujian and in the megacity of Chongqing. That's in addition to four provinces and the capital Beijing, where outbreaks of the Delta variant had already been found. State media showed pictures of Chongqing residents queuing for virus tests. More than 200 infections nationwide have been linked to airport workers in the eastern city of Nanjing, who tested positive. 11 days ago. And the weather today will be mainly cloudy with showers and squally thunderstorms. The maximum temperature will be about 31 degrees. It is currently 31 degrees and the relative humidity is 80%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. President Biden says the wildfires ravaging parts of several Western American states highlight the need for urgent action to stem climate change. In a telephone conference with governors of seven states, including California, Oregon and Montana, Mr Biden said extreme heat, prolonged drought and the wildfire conditions themselves were intertwined. He said higher temperatures were encouraging tree-eating beetles and having swathes of dead trees was like dropping a match in a pool of fuel. Several governors said early aggressive action against the fires was crucial to head off greater devastation. And now with the sports news, here's Todd Harding. We start at the Tokyo Olympics, where there's only one Hong Kong athlete scheduled to compete today. Chan Hei Man was due to take part in the women's windsurfing RSX medal race in just over an hour's time. But there is concern over a lack of wind, and world sailing officials are unable to say if the winds will be strong enough for the event to proceed. Adam Peaty's British swimming team has smashed the world record to win the inaugural Olympic 4x100-metre mixed medley relay gold medal, outgunning China, who took silver, and Australia, who won the bronze. Earlier, Great Britain won the first-ever mixed triathlon relay, as Johnny Brownlee finally earned a gold medal in his third Games. The British team of Brownlee, triathlon individual silver medalist Alex Yee, Jessica Learmonth and Georgia Taylor-Brown, who also won silver in the women's event, finished 14 seconds clear of the US team, with France taking bronze. In other news from Tokyo, Simone Biles has pulled out of the vault and the uneven bars finals, leaving her with the option to compete in just two more events, the floor exercise and balance beam. Biles said yesterday she was struggling with what are called the twisties, the mental block that has sidelined her in Tokyo. The BBC's John Bennett has a preview of two of the other events to look forward to today. The women's 100 metres final will be the highlight of Saturday's athletics action. In Friday's heat, Ivory Coast Marie-José Talou was fastest, but the likes of Shelley-Anne Fraser-Price, Elaine Thompson-Herra and Dina Asher-Smith are also hoping for gold. Meanwhile, Czech Republic's Marketa von Druseva and Switzerland's Belinda Bencic will face each other in the women's tennis singles gold medal match. The top Nigerian sprinter, Blessing Okagbare, has failed a drugs test and has been thrown out of the Tokyo Olympics. Here's the BBC's Alex Capstick. It's the first doping case of these games involving a high-profile name. Blessing Okagbare is among the fastest female sprinters this year and was expected to be in the mix for a medal in today's 100 metres, one of the most 
most eagerly anticipated events at these Olympics. According to the Athletics Integrity Unit, the Nigerian tested positive for human growth hormone, which is a banned substance, from an out-of-competition sample taken on July the 19th. She received the news of her suspension the morning after she had won her heat to book a place in today's semi-final. It means her Olympics is over. So, halfway through day eight of the Games, China lead the medals table with 19 golds, host nation Japan has 17 and the USA are in third place with 16. Hong Kong are joint 24th in the medals table with one gold and two silvers. Meanwhile, Olympics organisers have reported 21 new Games-related COVID cases. Away from the Olympics now and one of the world's best cricketers, Ben Stokes, has announced he's taking an indefinite break from the game to address his mental well-being. The England All-Rounders decision was announced yesterday by the country's cricket board. It means he'll miss England's test series against India, which starts next week. The BBC's Henry Moran says it reflects a change in attitude to mental well-being in sport. What we're seeing from governing bodies like the England and Wales Cricket Board is that they are fully in support of their players, their athletes, their staff, taking however long they need to ensure that they're right and in, their, in, the, in the best physical and mental shape that, uh, that it can be. And I think that, that these conversations happening and the reaction that we've seen on social media from the world of cricket has been really quite significant and quite moving, actually, in the last few hours. There's been a lot of support, a lot of love for Ben Stokes. And that's our look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. State media have launched an attack on a pro-democracy teachers' union, the Professional Teachers' Union, or PTU, saying the group must be rooted out. Uh, they are a tumour that must be rooted out. A local suicide prevention group has reported a record-breaking number of suicides among senior citizens, saying that the pandemic is one of the big contributing factors. And China's largest COVID-19 outbreak in months has spread to two more regions. And you have been listening to the news on RTHK. And we're back with a little Stevie Nicks. Little Edge of 17 right here on Radio 3 with me, classic Michael Lance. Yeah. 